Hello everyone, welcome back to the That's What She Wrote podcast. I'm Jordan. And I'm Olivia. And this week we kind of have another chill episode. We have some questions written down and we're going to do kind of a Q&A style. But first, Olivia, how's your week been? It's been good. I've been tired this week. Um, I took a nap today, which never happens, but it was kind of nice. And yeah, it's been pretty chill. How about you? I've had a crazy week. Um... I actually got to visit my family this weekend, which was super nice. We went up to St. Louis because my sister had a dance competition and Nick came with us, but I actually have a pretty crazy story. Yeah. Um, we I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but my dad's a pretty big shoe collector, major sneakerhead. Big shoe collector. <laughs> um, and he always has since he was like a teenager. Um, it kind of stems around his love for Michael Jordan, <laughs> my yep. namesake. Jordan, yes. Yeah. Um, and when he was a teenager, he got all of like the OG Jordans that are just, it's crazy if you still own because they're probably falling apart. And But they're super valuable yeah, now. Yeah, super valuable. So about a year ago, he found someone to restore his shoes because since they are so old and he doesn't wear them often because they're so valuable and special, the bottoms are like crumbling. Like some of them are just dust. Like he lifted up, he literally lifted up a pair the other day and it looked like sand. Was just, just like, disintegrated. Yes, literally. So like a year ago, he found someone to restore them. And ever since then, kind of here and there, he would call him, be like, hey, got my shoes yet? And he'd be like, no, man, like I'm working on them. Don't worry about it. And he's based in St. Louis. And so in January, he decided, my dad decided he was going to go get them from him. And so he went to the store and the guy was like, no, no, like I promise, like just give me a little more time, I'll get them done. He was super, super nice. My dad was like, okay, yeah, like that's fine. Yeah. Like I'm obviously haven't been wearing them for years, so whatever. So me and my mom and my sister went to the store last weekend because we went to St. Louis last weekend too. And the store was closed on a Saturday afternoon. So we were like, oof, this isn't a good sign. <laughs> yeah, that's really weird. And so my dad like called him all week, was declining his calls, not answering. So then this past Friday, they went up again to St. Louis and the store was still closed. And they called like mall security and was like, what's the deal? And they're like, oh yeah, this store has been ransacked and everything's gone. Like everything's stolen. Like all the shoes, everything, they're all gone. So my dad is like freaking out. Like my mom is freaking out. She's calling me. She's like, listen to this. This is crazy. Yeah. And so they're like my dad's prized possessions, like his children. Yeah. I mean, that's such like a sentimental thing, not yeah. like with it being attached to his childhood, but also like that's something that he's cared for for so long. Yeah. And so when you like see all those years, like you feel like it's, you know, just been thrown away. That's like devastating. Yeah. So he sees, my dad's, like, looking in the store that there's, like, the gate is locked and everything. And he's asking, like, the mall cop, like, can you just unlock it? Like, I see some shoe boxes back there. Can I look in them kind of thing? And the cop was like, I'm actually the person investigating this case. Um, I can't let you in. Like, even though there are shoe boxes back there, there's definitely no shoes in them. And my dad's like, I can't get a hold of the owner. And they're like, yeah, the owner took off and left. And so my dad is just, like, not doing well at this point. (laughs) And so, you know, like, the cop, like, gives him his number. He's like, I'll call you if, like, I get any news, any, like, progress on this case. So later in the night, my dad is, like, still calling the guy. He's not answering. And finally, my dad sends him a text and is like, hey, man, I'm sorry for everything you're going through. I know this is tough. Can I please have my shoes? is the basis of the text. Mm-hmm. And he texts him back 15 minutes later and is like... You have to... The fortune cookie yes, part? Yes, <laughs> you have to tell that part. Okay, before that, my parents went to P.F. Chang's, which was apparently very not good for some reason that night. But there was five of them because I wasn't there. And they got six fortune cookies. And everyone read their fortune cookie. My dad read his. And it was something along the lines of, you'll receive an apology that you've been waiting for. My dad was like, oh, that's crazy. I hope so. <laughs> so yeah. That's what I need. And so there was one fortune cookie left, and they were like, oh, we'll just open it for fun. It's the same fortune. <laughs> like, you will receive an apology you're, you've been waiting for. And so they're like, that's weird. 
And so then, you know, half an hour after that, my dad gets a text from the owner and it's like, I'm really sorry. You can go to the store tomorrow between two and five and get your shoes. My dad is like, they're still there. Like what? And so then the next day I get in and we, you know, just kind of spend some time in St. Louis, killing time, go to the park. And then we finally make it to the store a little before two and we're just waiting and waiting and my dad's like texting the guy he's not answering so we're kind of just like hopefully someone comes my dad is like writing up a text to send him being like please like (laughs) please can I have my shoes and as he's writing the text a guy walks up to the store and unlocks it and goes inside and my dad kind of just follows him in (laughs) like introduces himself says why he's there and he goes in the back and gets each one of his pairs of shoes. And brings They're all them out. there. They're all there. And so then the guy explains that, like, I guess it was an employee that had, like, ransacked the shop. And he stole, like, their iPads, other people's shoes. Like, the signs off the wall is crazy. But they just, like, didn't know what they were missing, honestly, with my dad's shoes. Because they're so old. They're kind of in ratty boxes. I guess they were on, like, the top shelf in the corner and just didn't Thank grab it. Thank God. Yeah, and so he got them all back, and I think he's going to try to contact someone else to restore them one at a time. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, seriously, not in bulk. Yeah, so that was something kind of crazy. That yeah, that's an insane story. That's like a, a show, like, yeah. you know, with the guy who comes out in, like, the jar hood, and he's like, unlocks the door, and yes. you just follow him in. He's like, are you the guy I've been, that I was told I was meeting here at this time? There's yeah. still been, like, back-and-forth texts between me and my parents just every once in a, while, in a while we'll be like, I can't believe Dad got his shoes back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's crazy. That's super lucky. If it were my family, we would never see those shoes again. Yeah. Knowing our my family's luck, that's just insane. Yeah, you've had some bad luck recently. Oh, my gosh. My family, yes. We just, when it rains, it pours. That's basically how it is for us. It's like one bad thing happens, and then it's just a snowball effect. And then it's just, like, one thing after the other, like, whether it be sickness and you know one person gets sick and then everyone gets sick and then our animals get sick all at the same time and then they have to go to the vet and we have to go to the hospital and or it's like you know we we trying to buy something and it's like somebody just like cancels it on you know things like that where it's just like you're like oh great on top of all this like a car gets hit you know all this crap (laughs) And you're just like, wow, this is fabulous. But, you know, sometimes it happens. And it's probably why I'm tired. Probably. Just like, <laughs> emotionally. <the> week. <laughs> yeah. But I really have had, like, a chill week in general. Like, the uh, I had a good weekend. I had a fun night Friday night. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun. And um, Saturday night, I don't even know what I did. What did we do? I wasn't here. What you did weren't you there. do? I have no idea. You sat out on the porch with Emily for a little bit. Oh, yeah. We went and fed like Natalie's cat. That's about the extent <laughs> of my Saturday evening and then crazy Saturday night. Yeah, crazy. And then Sunday night I wrote a paper. The <laughs> <laughs> most fun couple days. Um but yeah. Friday was really fun though. Friday night was really, really fun. Yeah. That was like even in the day it was so warm and sunny. We kinda just laid out side. Yeah, all it was day. a chill day. It was nice. And like last week was so nice because it was so warm. And I just thrive in warm weather. Yeah. I am my best self. I'm just like I have my windows down. I'm not playing like sad music all day long. I'm I'm like listening to to Will Smith and like <laughs> all these fun songs and and so definitely, you know, are, I'm missing the warm weather already. Mm-hmm. It's cold again. It was cold today. It's really so cold. cold today. But I'm you excited know, for spring break. Yes. But you're going to go somewhere that's still chilly, but I am, but tomorrow I'm leaving for Texas, and it's supposed to be 80 <gasps> yes. degrees. Ooh, wait, where in Texas? Austin. Ah, I like Austin. Yes. It's nice. Yes, actually, the weather is supposed to fluctuate. Like, it's going to be low 30s, high 70s. <laughs> yeah, like... when I went there, because I went there, um, subtle flex, but <laughs> went there for my audition for The Voice. and um, <laughs> The story for another time. Yeah, and but I went to San Antonio, and it was like that, oh. and... But it's like an hour away from Austin. So my audition was in Austin, but I was staying in San Antonio with my grandparents. But when I was there, it was like a really cloudy day. I'm just warning you. This is like actually advice. Yeah. It was a very cloudy day, maybe 70 degrees. 
and my grandparents kept telling me they were like you need to wear sunscreen and I was out at the pool and I was like I'm good I was like it's a it's cloudy there's no sun <laughs> in the sky and it's like 75 max that day I was like I'm totally fine burnt like when I say burnt I mean like blisters Ooh. and bad and I had my audition like four days later so I was uh peeling all during my audition I got a spray tan over my my sunburn while I was peeling so I just looked really bad but yeah wear sunscreen cover your body it doesn't okay. matter if you're just gonna be walking around you know you, yeah you don't know if it's gonna burn you because the sun there is just different than the sun here so noted I yeah. will I'll do that <laughs> yeah uh, this is a random that was just a random <laughs> side note but I'm excited that you're this, able to go I'm excited we're going to in and out which I'm most excited for <laughs> nice I've heard that it's I've actually have I been in and out I've been once I Went with some friends in San Francisco like three years ago. It was very good. <laughs> I wouldn't get much use out of going someplace like that Right, now. yeah. Don't eat beef. So, yeah. really would be no point. I would, do they have, if they have ice cream, I'd probably get that. I don't know. I feel like their vibe, like, serves ice cream. I feel like they would. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they would have shakes and stuff. Like, it yeah. is kind of like a vintage. Oh, I think they do have shakes. I, would, I could literally be so wrong. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea. We're from Missouri, okay? But anyway, so what, yes. what is our on our agenda? Okay, today? so I have some questions that were asked by listeners, including my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. So I, I only have a few, so we can just kind of build off of them. You're good at making conversations. So. <laughs> okay. But the first one I have is, what is your bucket list destination? Ooh, bucket list destination. That's a hard one. I know. Because I I have a lot of places that I want to go, but they're, I can go there at some point in the future. Like, I, I'm thinking of, like, unrealistic, like, mm. really expensive trip that I want to take. Mm. I have a couple. Okay. Like, Bora Bora, some type of island like that. Yeah. Like, to where I, like, am on, like, a, like in, like, a hut. Or something like one that has like the glass like floor that you can yeah, see. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, that's like a dream vacation, like that or like Fiji, you know. Mm-hmm. And the other one is like a trip across Europe, like to mm-hmm. all of these countrysides, to like the Mediterranean. Like I've been to the Caribbean a lot, so I'm I'm more I want to go over to Europe. I've never been over there, so um, a trip across Europe. That's I know it's not one destination, but. I would say south of France, I guess that would be like um, south of France, like south of Italy, like someplace warm like that. Yeah. I have three. (laughs) Okay. Me. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, Bora Bora was one of mine. Nice. I also want to stay in one of those huts, which I guess they have them in Mexico because my parents stayed in one recently. And they have them in Jamaica. Oh. Mm -hmm. It's actually way cheaper, but Bora Bora. Bora, Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) I want to see, apparently they have the best water ever, so. Yes. Bora Bora, Dubai. Okay. I was actually thinking about saying really? that. I was like, it's going to be kind of like, nobody's really going to understand why. But yeah, I agree. I, is, isn't it like one of the most expensive cities to visit? Yes. Yeah. That's what I heard. My aunt has been there for her job. Yeah. Because she presented there in, in Saudi Arabia. Wow. But yeah, she told me all about it and how amazing it was. And she had like this, this like, what is the... The big building, the tallest. Oh yeah, I know you're talking about. Can't remember the name. I don't remember either. <laughs> but she got like a little like statue of it from there. Anyway, continue. What's the next one? Wait, it's gonna bother me. What is it called? I have no clue. I've never been able to remember it. I almost said the Space Noodle. <laughs> oh my god, I almost said the Taj Mahal. <laughs> that's another place I'd love yeah, to go. Thailand, to see the Taj Mahal. Yeah, that's that Thailand. Cool. That's India. Taj Mahal. Is that not in Thailand? No. Are you sure? <laughs> I have to look this I can up. look. Okay, yeah, you look it up. Because now you're making me question. People, the listeners are like, oh, God. Hold on. Wait, do you remember that um, TikTok? Or not the TikTok. But it was a YouTube video with um, Addison Ray, And they were, like, talking about this clip that they saw. And they were like, it, it, who's, who is her boyfriend? Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall and then another dude. They were all in this, this clip and he was like, uh, oh, yeah, this this girl that we're watching on this TV, like, she's Asian, but I don't know where she's from. And Addison Hall went, or Addison Hall, <laughs> Addison Ray went, uh, you don't know if she's Asian. She could be Korean. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God. Anyway, 
Let me look. You're Tosh. making me question myself. It's in India. Is Thailand in India? No. <laughs> Thailand is its own country. Wait. But my dad has been to the Taj Mahal. He's been to India. I didn't know that. <laughs> Thailand. Yeah, it's its own country in Asia. Yeah. I knew that. But you asked me if it was in India. Because that's how sure I was that the Taj Mahal was in Thailand. No, it's in Agra or Agra or whatever, India. <laughs> it pulled up Taj Mahal Indian cuisine in Colombia. Yeah, it's Indian. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I was like, have I just been like completely wrong this whole time? Because we had like an Indian themed bathroom when I was younger and it had like this big Taj Mahal poster in it. Like, are we just like culturally just underwear? This is not. This has not been in India this whole time. <laughs> She's looking at it. I'm like so shocked right now. I feel really stupid. <laughs> it's Thailand and India. <laughs> That's how confused I am now. <laughs> really? Yes. That's, Anyways, that's hilarious. I've never. That's really funny. Okay, what was the next one? Clearly, I don't know geography. <laughs> Your favorite guilty pleasure snack. Well, didn't you have three places you wanted to visit? Bora Bora, oh, yeah. Um, Dubai, and... The Amalfi Coast. Is that like... In Italy. Italy. Oh, yeah. Nice. I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, Greece would be an amazing one. Yeah. I would love to go to Greece. Although I've heard it's like kind of overhyped, but... Really? From some people. But also, like, anybody wants to dog something that's, like, popular. You know? Like, anyone. I know what you mean, yeah. Like, if anything gets, like talked about people are always gonna be like mm, it's not that cool you know yes i do know it's just kind of like whatever but okay what was the next one i'm sorry your favorite guilty pleasure snack <laughs> oh god i have so many my life is filled with guilty pleasure snacks um god you I, probably know way more than me like of yours about, about what mine are oh gosh last night i was just eating chocolate chips out of a bag <laughs> i feel like you go through phases yeah like you've had like a cereal phase Oh, you eat cereal a lot. I love cereal. I feel like popcorn. I love popcorn. <laughs> with Girl, chocolate chips. With chocolate chips. I ate that the other night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, baked goods are always going to be, like, my guilty pleasure. Olivia makes the best banana bread I've ever had in my entire life. Like, I when I come that. home from the weekend and I see fresh loaf of banana bread in the kitchen i'm like this week is gonna be good i already know it <laughs> it really is good like i don't hype myself up much but it's so it's good. really freaking good i've kind of learned to kind of improvise on it too mm-hmm. I, I make chocolate chip banana bread with with icing on it and i make the icing too it's so good it's so good and i really think that the secret is in how ripe the bananas are like they're overly ripened yeah to the point where it's kind of gross but like makes the best banana bread you never eat it just as it is. Yeah. But you'd have to make it into banana bread. Chef's kiss. It's very baked. But yeah, any baked good is definitely my guilty pleasure. Like, I love ice cream, but the reason why I love ice cream is because of all, like, the toppings I get on it. And typically <laughs> the toppings are, like, brownies, which yeah. are, like, or, like, something like cookie something. So, cookies, brownies, that's always going to be my my guilty pleasure. But I'll eat it no matter how guilty I feel. Yeah. <laughs> so, what about you? I feel like my... Favorite guilty pleasure snack switches between Takis and Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Oh, yeah. You're a spicy gal. Yeah. I love those. Right now, it's Takis. I'm in a Takis phase. Um, My favorite guilty pleasure dessert is also either, like, a warm brownie or a warm chocolate chip cookie with ice cream on top. Mm. And hot fudge. Mm. (laughs) My mom loves hot fudge. She's a big hot fudge gal. Me too. I would say another thing is, like, I have a guilty pleasure with beverages. Like, I drink so many different types of drinks. Like, I drink teas. Like, today I had a peach tea and then a coffee. And then I'll drink Coke Zero, which is, like, actually, that's, like, a really guilty pleasure of mine. I is, love Coke is Zero. Coke Zero. Like, I feel like I get I get st- looks, even though I don't, when I buy a 12-pack a of freaking Coke Zero for myself. But I love it so much. Like, I'll go to Sonic and I'll get um, a large Coke Zero with vanilla and cherry. And it's... Oh, good. I love that. I do that or a Diet Dr. Pepper with vanilla and cherry and a lime. Never lunch. been a Dr. Pepper fan. Never. But I love root beer too. That's another mm. one. Love root beer. Root beer floats. 
absolutely amazing. But you mentioned Takis. Yeah. I did a... So I went through another snack phase with, like, pepperoncinis. I hate peppers. Always have. But I tried pepperoncinis for the first time last semester because <laughs> Jordan bought them for our charcuterie board. And I tried them. I was like, oh, my God. This is, like, what I always thought peppers should taste like. This is amazing. <laughs> and so I just kept buying them and kept buying jars of them. And... I bought some today, and I took a bite out of them when I went upstairs after my nap. I, my mouth, I've never, ever eaten a spicier pepperoncini in my life. Really? I was, it was on fire to the point where I was, like, panicking, pacing in the, because I don't drink milk. I don't yeah. have milk. So, I didn't have anything like that. So, I was just drinking water, and then I started eating graham crackers to, like, try <laughs> to, like, get that taste out. But I was, like, felt like I was dying. Like, I was, like, oh, my God. How do people go on, like, that Hot Ones show yeah. and talk? Like, I feel like I can't even function right now. Because I'm a huge wimp when it comes to spicy food. Love spicy food. But I also hate it at the same time. But anyway, I thought that since you're a spicy queen, <laughs> you would love to hear that. Spicy food is, like, my favorite flavor. I think we talked about this the other day. Yeah. Yeah. I love spicy food. She does. She can eat it all day long. My mind is still, like, running with the Taj Mahal India Thailand <laughs> topic. I'm still kind of confused on why you thought it was in Thailand. I don't know, because now I'm thinking about it. And like, I where did you hear that? I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, now, like, it, it is in India. Like, I feel like, yeah, I've heard that. Why did I think it was in Thailand? I don't know. Maybe there's, like, is, is I mean, I don't know. Because architecturally, <laughs> maybe, it, I would think it was more, like, is there oh <laughs> i thought there was a spider like you're no. pointing at something she started pointing to her world map up on the wall yeah i don't know why i thought that yeah it's it's right my around. brain is fried where is thailand i don't it's even somewhere, know somewhere around here they <laughs> just make, point to the whole it's continent somewhere of Asia. around somewhere around here <laughs> yeah i don't know but there's there's like a little island right off the coast of india yeah that is called, uh, I'm blanking on it, but it's where these people, like, it's illegal to go there um, because these people have never, it's like this tribe, it's Sen- Senegal Island or Sen- something like that, I don't know. And it's this tribe and they, um, like, have remained in, like, their own, like, like that's their own individual nation. Like, they've never been exposed to outside elements. Like, Ooh. they still, like hunt with bows and arrows like they have no technology it's legal to go there because you know you'll bring diseases like they don't have like you know anyway but they also um if anybody comes like they just pelt you with arrows how do people know about this place oh because there's been photos taken of them like on the island with like bows and arrows like doing this like staring at them and uh a, a missionary who went to go convert them to christianity died a few years ago because he he took his boat over there, said he was going to convert them and teach them about God. And yeah. they just nailed him with arrows and nobody, they haven't, seen so his, they haven't seen his body since. So I don't know if they're, there's rumors of, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oof. Anyway. Spooky. Random, but yeah, it's right around India, like the southern tip. I don't remember the name, but ask, uh, what's the next question? I'll look it up. Okay. The next question is, what is something you're looking forward to this year? Mm. Ooh, turning 21. Yeah. Uh, um. I'm looking forward to you turning 21. <laughs> I know. I'm so ready. Like, I'm so ready. It's not that name. I have no idea what it is. Um, yeah, I'm ready to be 21. I have a lot of big things that have, you know, happened this year. I pro- might be moving. Um, I hope we are moving where we're talking about moving. I think I told you guys in maybe a few episodes like a few episodes ago that we were moving to Colorado in the summer, maybe I might've mentioned that. I think you did, but that's not happening anymore. Um, some things happened and we realized how stupidly expensive Colorado has become. And it's just, ugh, stupid. So, um, we're not doing that anymore. So now we're looking at other places, completely different places actually. Um, and I really hope that where my family's talking about, we end up, but I feel like if I talk about it, it's not, it's gonna, not happen. gonna happen. I know so, but I've already told every one of my friends. <laughs> but I'm gonna keep it away from everyone in, in the podcast. So, 
you guys just see me one day in the summer just where, where I hope I am. But I also might be getting a new car. That's another thing. And that'll be really exciting mm-hmm. if I do. Because I have a little Fiat right now. Love it so much. But if we are moving, I don't have any. I typically borrow my parents' Jeep um, Ch- Cherokee if I need to go anywhere. If, like if it's snowing or raining or whatever. Because my little car doesn't get around very well in that. But since they're moving, I won't have like a four-wheel drive vehicle, you know, at my fingertips. So I'm hoping to get a new car. Um, and I've been looking at Jeeps and except everything is so expensive. Yeah. And with gas prices right now, I don't know if I want to get rid of my car currently. Like I, it's already so expensive for me. It's not even that expensive. Like $30 is not a lot to fill up my car. I think it's a lot. <laughs> but like compared to my parents, the other day yeah. I paid like 70 something dollars to fill up their tank. And I was like, Oh my God. So yeah, gas prices are crazy. Do you know in California it's like seven dollars yeah, right now? Yeah, I did see that on a ticket. It's the highest it's ever been, ever in the country. It's crazy. So now I'm kind of like, I don't know if I'm gonna get a new car. Yeah. Basically, the most the thing I'm most excited for is probably my twenty first. I don't really know how it's gonna be celebrated or where or when, because it's during finals week. But we we'll shall figure see. it out. May tenth. <laughs> I mean, it's mentioned in every single podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've said it every podcast. Like <laughs> May tenth, Venmo me for shots. <laughs> but yeah seriously do it um how about you um i'm looking forward to spring break i have talked about it of an course. annoyingly amount of times no but i'm going to europe with some friends from home i'm living vicariously through you i <laughs> want to hear all about it i'm so excited uh nick's my boyfriend's um sister actually lives in london so we're gonna go visit her for an afternoon um i talked to her today we might go get um, afternoon tea. Oh, so fancy. <laughs> something cute like that. So I'm super excited. Um, but we're going to London, Paris, and Rome. Um, and then one of my good friends, McKenna, shout out. I'm pretty sure she listens still. <laughs> but um, she's actually studying abroad in Paris. So I'm going to get to see her too. Hello, McKenna. I haven't seen her since December. I stalk your Instagram <laughs> all the time. She's I, so cool. She just worked Paris Fashion Week. She's so freaking cool. Like, I yeah. hate her. <laughs> Her red hair. <laughs> she's so fashionable. She's met all these celebrities. Yes. I just, you know, she's a, I love, I love stalking her yes. on all the social medias. She's so cool. So I'm super excited for that. And then Rome is like my favorite city I've ever visited. So I'm just so excited. I obviously haven't been out of the country since before Europe, which like, I'm so blessed to be able to do those things, but it's been so long. So I'm, yeah, I'm just so excited. And I've also never traveled somewhere like that with just like my close friends like obviously, that's such a cool trip yeah we went on our like small group yeah uh, s- uh spring break trip to florida last summer or last spring break yeah but i've never done anything like this so i'm that very is- excited <laughs> that's what i'm looking forward to and then i would also say starting senior year in the fall i'm really Crazy. excited for that i don't want to say okay i'm still hoping i get an internship this summer so if i do i'm gonna be super super excited for that but I've only interviewed for a few things, so I haven't, like, gotten anything yet. It's still so exciting, though. I mean, I'm currently looking at jobs at, like, these little golf courses along. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't want to say it. Okay, fine. The places that we're looking at are, like, near, like, the coast. Like, the the East Coast, around the beach. So I'm, like, looking at golf courses on the beach and looking at, like, like, where I could, like, work as, like, a beverage cart girl. Mm-hmm. Completely different than, like, getting an internship <laughs> at, like, New York. But I was also thinking to myself, I was, like, I would love to get a lot of money this summer so I could, like, pay for things. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I made decent money at the lake as a server, but um, I really want to make that back. So I was looking at stuff as, like, there's one job at this golf course I was looking at, and I could just drive people to and from the water like, to and from the ocean to, like, their par- parking oh spot. Gosh. And I would get paid, like, $16 an hour. And they'd probably tip you, too. Yeah. For sure. they just drive a golf cart back and forth, take them to, like, hole 10, and then take them back to the parking lot, yeah. and then take them to the ocean. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God, that'd be amazing. I don't really have to, like, I don't have to serve people. Right. And, like, talk with them and, like, make conversation. I mean, I, I would, but you know what I mean. It's not like you have to sit with someone for, like, an mm-hmm. hour and a half plus. I something. love watching those TikToks of bev cart girls at golf courses and they're like here's what i made in four hours and then at the end of the shift they're like seven hundred dollars it was a slow day (laughs) i know they make so much money especially 
just just saying if you're a female you are in your you're just even mildly attractive <laughs> like when i say and that's obviously subjective so you take that however you want you will literally make so much money <laughs> you could literally make so but i cannot express that enough. like if you're just if you give a male attention you're gonna get tipped 20 bucks and it's like kind of amazing kind of the worst thing ever right but kind of awesome. I mean. You know, you got to make that bag. <laughs> you got to do what you can. But um, def- it would be different, though, than serving. Because yeah. serving is different because you have to, like, continue conversing with these creepy people. Anyone who's ever had a serving job before knows that it's actually really, really hard. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, like, the worst. I hated it. It's really But difficult. I loved the money. Right. But I quit because it's not worth the mental health issues that I felt it's, it's hard though because like now I have an hourly job like where I get paid just by the hour and I don't know putting on an apron and carrying a tray around is sounding pretty good yeah no I was thinking about that too because I was I went on this big long tangent to my mom today about how like it's so crazy how we spend our whole lives going to school and then going to get this degree and then going to the workforce to try and pay off that degree that you got. And then just working every single day to make it to that bonus that you get at the end of the year or that that raise. And then you're back to square one again and you're doing it all over again trying to get that next one at the start of the year. Every year of your life, every day. Five days a week, 40 hours a week. Oh my God, that sounds awful. Like, I'm honestly kind of dreading it. But I'm also kind of having like a little bit of like the, I'm seeing everything going on around the world. I was telling her this. I was like, it's so hard because I see all these things happening around the world. And I'm just like trying to be like grateful for like that we only have one life to live and everything. And I'm like, I shouldn't be worried about these simple things I'm worried about. Like, I should just be living life. Like, I don't think that God would want us to waste our lives away with jobs. And then I also can remind myself like, well, that's what humans have built is like this capital empire to where we have to freaking, you know, work every single day and compete with everyone else to make more money. And anyway, that's a random tangent. Sorry about that. But I just was thinking about money and how I want some of it. So I'm not doing an (laughs) internship this year if I don't get something that's you know, not paid. Right. Oh yeah. I, it would have to be, I can't do an unpaid internship. If I did, it would have to be in my hometown where I could live at home and work a, probably a waitressing job at the same time. Yeah. Or it would have to be something like really worthwhile in terms of resume. Like what it would look like on a resume. Like if like freaking Vogue was like, I will like, you could be an intern, but we won't pay you. I'd be like, okay, that'll look good on like a resume that might end up being like in the long run i'll get more money because of that so like may not be getting paid right now but later in the future you know i had that mindset also until today when i was doing my daily internship (laughs) search and i came across the harper's bazaar which is obviously like huge yeah and their internship application is different it's i kind of found it through like it is not um like advertised anywhere Mm -hmm. just happened to like stumble across it and it's Like, you fill out this questionnaire they have, and then you send their resume and your cover letter. The questionnaire was, like, really interesting. Like, it was, like, ten questions. One of the questions was, like, name your top five favorite books, and for your top two, give a hundred-word summary about why you like them. Like, each question was, like, really in-depth. But then it, you have to, like, put all of that in an envelope and mail it to the Harper's Bazaar, and it's unpaid. <laughs> what? And so I just, it's weird to me when, like, such huge companies make you do all these extra things to apply to be an intern there. And then they yeah. don't even pay you at all. Yeah, well, I wouldn't, I would definitely So I was that. thinking that and I was like, I'm not even going to apply because. I wouldn't do that. Definitely It's so not. intense. And they only pick 13 applicants a year. And oh, they, my God. And they have three different, like, they do spring, summer, fall. And only 13 people total. That's ridiculous. What? almost insulting. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Harper's Bazaar, if in the future, you know, you want to hire me. Like, no, that's that's so cool. (laughs) If Harper Bazaar hires me and this episode goes missing, 
Don't Ooh, ask about it. <laughs> yeah. What? What? What if we never talked about your internship stuff? <laughs> like, I, I applied tonight. If you see a letter in the mail, I'm like, oh my god, that's literally the stupidest thing ever. I'm like, Olivia, where'd this come from? You're like, what? What are you talking about? I just that's wanted so weird. To, I was writing my friend Harper's Harper Bazaar, <laughs> and she. No, I was writing my friend Harper. She's really bizarre. Oh, and good she, one. <laughs> thank you. And she really wanted to know about my top five books. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Is there anything else? Any other yeah, questions? I have two more. Oh, okay. What's your favorite quote? Oof. God, I don't have a good memory. Really? Um, yeah, no. Well, make up a quote. <laughs> my favorite quote <laughs> would probably be... beautiful. <laughs> yeah, wait. What is it? Um, what is it? Like... Love, live, laugh, love. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll find it. I know, I know what my quote is, but it's from a movie. Okay, it's not like inspirational. Okay. <laughs> what about you? Mine's inspirational. What's your inspirational? Wait, quote? I have to remember it. I actually posted it on our Instagram. It, it was. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Wait, I have to remember the exact wording. Actually, I can't. It's too much pressure now. I have Were to go. The words. <laughs> Let me see. Okay, hold on. You're going to be so annoyed with the quote that I'm oh going to pull gosh. up. Okay, mine is... Oh, yeah. Wait, I have to look at it again. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you dreamed of being where you are right now. That's been my favorite one recently. I like that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> Shut up. Brief Wait. permission. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Wait, what, what movie is it from? I don't want to say. It's like Forrest Gump. No. No. Where is it? Is it Sleepless in Seattle? No, but I could probably pick something from that easy. Oh. <laughs> I found it. Okay. It is from Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Should have known. It's like one of the final scenes. And it's from Mr. Darcy. And I bet anyone who's ever watched it would know exactly the line I'm going to say. You. <laughs> I feel cheesy because it's so cheesy. You have bewitched me, body and soul. And I love, I love, I love you. I never wish to be parted from you from this day on. Blech. Shut up. <laughs> Whatever. You have to watch the scene. The scene is so dramatic. It's beautiful. But I bet I could choose something from, like, Sleepless in Seattle. Hold on. There's another one, actually, from a movie that I like, too. I can't remember the movie, but it has, um... Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. I never watch movies. It has Jim Carrey in it. That's who it is. Jim Carrey movies. I'm looking it up. Oh! Okay. Here's my, here's my um, Sleepless in Seattle quotes. And anyone who's ever watched that knows exactly the scene, too. Um, so this lady on the radio goes, what are you going to do? Because it doesn't matter the context. I'm just going to say it. Well, um, this is what Tom Hanks says. Well, I'm going to get out of bed every morning, breathe in and out all day long. Then after a while, I won't have to remind myself to get out of bed every morning and breathe in and out. And then after a while, I won't have to think about how I had it great and perfect for a while. And then <laughs> after that... And the lady on the radio says, tell me what was so special about your wife. And he said, well, how long was your program? Well, it was a million tiny little things that when you added them all up, they meant we were supposed to be together. And I knew it. I knew it from the very first time I touched her. It was like coming home, only to no home I'd ever known. I was just taking her hand to help her out of a car. And I knew. It was like magic. Cute. I love that movie. Wait, that's from Sleepless in Seattle? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, have you seen The Truman Show? (laughs) Yes, I have. I love the Truman Show. It's crazy. I love that, and I love the quote. I'm pretty sure it's like the opening and the ending quote when he says, "Good morning," and in case I don't see ya, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Oh yes, that's so cute. (laughs) I like that one. I remember watching that movie and then being like, "That was stupid," but then it's one of those things where like you keep thinking about it, yeah, and you're like, "Oh, it's kind of (laughs) cute." I put down on the board today. Oh, we have like this or not board. Well, okay, so we have, like, this this question of the week board upstairs in the kitchen. And I wrote earlier in the week, uh, if you could choose anyone to have dinner with, dead or alive, who would it be? And today I finally filled it out, even though I did it, like, several days ago. 
And I said, um, because I was just thinking a quote, probably person who's got good quotes is Robin Williams. And I remember Mm. that I put him down as one of the people I would have dinner with. And then I wrote Jesus. And then I wrote Princess Diana. And then I wrote Audrey Hepburn, Jennifer Lawrence, (laughs) and Bob Marley. (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence is definitely the odd, the oddball in that, but she had to be there. She She made everyone laugh. Jokes, yeah. Um, What were mine? I know Jesus was one of mine. Taylor Swift. Oh yeah. Nellie Bly, journalist. Is that all I said? I think so. Princess Diana. I know we talked about that one. Oh yeah. I think that was all I said. That's all I can think of. Those are still good ones. Yeah. Oh, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> ah, yes. Okay, I have one last question. What motivates you? What motivates me? I would say the thing that motivates me is wanting to be, is wanting people to remember me when I die as a person who, this is cheesy, a good person and a person who loved really hard and a generous person. Like, that's why I try to, like, offer things to people all the time or why I'm such a hugger or why, like, when we have events, I mom out. Like, I want people to feel really (laughs) special. And that's what I want people to remember me by. So that motivates me to, like, do things like that. Like, hold the door open for someone because I want that to be something that people know that I'll do. Like, that's just, oh, yeah, that's just Olivia. She'll she'll give you the last... Pair, the last pair of jeans she had. The last slice of banana bread. The last slice of banana bread. She's so generous. You know, I want people to remember me like that. So yeah. that motivates me daily to at least be a good person, yeah. I guess. I guess when it comes to just, like, getting up in the morning, I honestly don't know. Like yeah. My family motivates me to just live every day. And if, if I take it as, like, um, a career stand, standpoint, like, what motivates me, honestly, just, like, in a really unhealthy way, what motivates me is not wanting to, not wanting people to look at me in the future and be like, oh, I thought Olivia was going to be mm. this person. Now look at her. Yeah. It sounds really bad that I like worry about that, but I don't want people like being like, oh, she could have done so much more. Like, which is potential. Yeah. And I just want whatever I do, because I don't know yet, I want it to be, I want to have success and happiness in that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What about you? Um, I'm, like, super career-driven. Mm-hmm. I feel like I always have been. Um, so, when it comes to career, because that's what drives me more than anything else, obviously, like, I love my family and my friends. Yeah. And, like, those things are motivating. But when it comes to that, I feel like a mix of success and fear of failure Mm -hmm. like obviously when I have like an article published or like I finish a story or just like anything I receive any praise when it comes to like the work that I do that's motivating in a sense of like oh I want to do that again like I can't stop here but then also I think I am like really scared to fail and I always have been I've kind of been an overachiever in that sense and why I'm so like organized when it comes to my work yeah stuff and so I think that's, those things are probably what motivates me. You're which, very career driven, I yeah. would say. Like, I've known that. I've noticed that, like, since the first time I met you. Like, you were very, like, oh, I know I got work. I got to do this. I got to, you know, because when I met you, we were in small group and you were serving, right? Mm-hmm. And you're even doing that on the side. Like, you yeah. wanted to make money. Like, it was the job stuff. For me, it's more, like, I, I struggle with, like, the career side of things because I fear failure and that's what doesn't motivate me like in some for some people like want to crawl in a hole kind of thing yes for me it makes me want to do that but then for some people fear is what drives them because they don't want to feel that so I feel like that's like where we're a little bit different yeah I agree like I want to like curl up in a little ball and just forget that the world exists and then like you're like never again yeah (laughs) I must fix everything yes yes I'm gonna find this way and but also it depends on the day sometimes that can be like screw you I'll I'll show you and I'll go over and beyond on something mm-hmm. like projects and stuff but sometimes I'm, like, I'm horrible yeah I'm how the you, worst 
How do you react when someone tells you you can't do something? Oh, automatically, I try to do the exact opposite. Yeah. Like, I, I, because I'm stubborn, and I'm also, like, I have this really weird thing with someone telling me what to do. Like, if someone tells me, you need to do the dishes, I will want to do the laundry, just out of spite. <laughs> or I won't want to do anything at all. Or someone tells me, you'll never, you'll never make it. You know, you'll never be, you're not a good writer. You'll never be a good writer. I'll be like, and I would probably just like continue working so hard. But sometimes I feel like when you get praised so often, you can get really stagnant with things. And I feel like that was something that hindered me a lot growing up. Like in such a small town, like, you know, I would do something pretty minute compared to other people. And it would be like, Olivia, Mm -hmm. you're amazing. You're, this is revolutionary. And then. I'd be like, okay, good. I don't have to do anything for the rest of the year. It'd be like something like that. Because I feel like, like for me, like in that situation, if I get praise, I'm like, oh, I got the next thing's got to be better, and then I'll do something that might be a little better, and then like it gets to a point where like you, you can't just be better at every single thing because no one's the best at everything. Yeah. And so then you get to a point where you're like, no, I haven't done anything in such a long time. Like, am I still good? Like, yeah. You know. That's how I'm right now. Like, I, I think for me, like, the fear of not making the thing better than the last is what doesn't motivate me. Like, I like I want to top the next thing or the last thing. Then I'm like, oh, what if people don't like it? Oh, it's safer just to not write a new yeah. thing. Just let people just, like, see what I've done, you know? And it's, yeah. So it just, it's how people just go about, like, using their fears. Because some people just use it as, like, motivation. And some people just throw it out the mm-hmm. window and just don't at all so i'm just kind of struggling with that right now yeah but yeah you're inspiring because you handle these things very well you're inspiring (laughs) (laughs) what oh my god this is so nice anyway that was my last question okay that was those are good questions thanks way to go mom yeah thanks mom (laughs) and the few people who answered on instagram yes i mean i think it's we also talked about a ton of other things. You found out where the Taj Mahal was. Yeah, still, I'm still going to be doing some research after this podcast episode to figure out why I thought it was in Thailand. That, what's wrong with me? I, I don't know. That's honestly, I'm, I am curious. So if you do figure out why you thought that that's re- going to be really funny. I think that was the result of writing a seven page paper an hour ago. Let's do tonight. <laughs> Oof. Wait, you finished it. I did. The problem is that it's supposed to be seven pages, but it doesn't say seven full pages. It's just ah. pages. So it's like six pages and like four sentences. I messed up on a big essay that I had a few weeks ago no. because the rubric criteria was not spelled out. It said four. It said on the fourth page works. Sorry, that's my stomach. If anybody's wondering, <laughs> that on the fourth page works cited. And the rest of it was like we had to put like this outline and like this rubric and so I did that. I wrote three pages of content. Mm. But it had to be four pages of content. And, and the work side was after the fourth page. But it didn't say that on the rubric. If I showed you the rubric, you would not understand. Like, I had... Oof. so What class was that? My J2000. Mm. So I wrote this big, long comment on my submission, like... Because I found out, like, two days after, like, in one of my classes that it was supposed to be like that. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I was really confused about the rubric. I didn't ask any questions because I thought I understood what the rubric said or I would have reached out. All this stuff. So we'll see what happens. I haven't looked. I'm honestly afraid. Yeah. (laughs) We're just going to hope for the best. But anyway, good luck with your seven page paper. I love Goodfellas. It's all about Goodfellas. Yeah, but my paper was on Goodfellas. But I think it'll be fine because it's a criminology class and not a journalism or Uh, a writing intensive class. And the teacher's super nice, super like. Chill. Lenient, yeah. As long chill. as you do the work, it's kind of like you Pretty get the points. Much, yeah. And he it's even good. said that he like went on a rant one of the first classes about how he gives out so many A's because this is college and why are we failing college students and the university has never questioned him, so he just keeps giving out A's. Good for him. So That's like, how a professor is, should be. Like this is my kind of class. Yeah, why are you failing college students? Unless they're blatantly like actually horrible. Like if you see the kids are putting in the work yeah, that was yeah. a big, my, one of my teachers Monday just got roasted in class and it was like a big deal and all about like grades and how she said grades don't matter in the class because no, no, um, 
organization or job in the future is ever going to ask for your GPA in college. Except for grad school. Except for people who, yeah, who are applying for grad school. And then people who have scholarships. And also, people have to move on to the next class and be able to pass the class to move on. And not pay an extra class, like, repay to take that class again. My biggest, biggest pet peeve with teachers. Yeah. (laughs) Or just, like, college is when professors or teachers say like grades don't matter you are doing great don't worry about it and then they give you like a b or a c yes like, i feel and like, like grades didn't matter so like why don't you just give me an a yeah and give me an a and then tell me what i'm doing wrong and i'll fix it yeah if grades don't matter <laughs> yeah exactly and that's what the kids were saying in class um on monday they were like going off about like why do you say grades don't matter when all of us are here on scholarships and this kid affect our enrollment and all this stuff and they're like well I guess that's a good point and they're like yeah it's a good point like it it was this it was crazy like everyone just went off attacking the the teacher and she left and all this stuff it was it was really funny that's crazy but college we love it stick up for yourself and stick up for your grades anybody's not in college you have to do that you have to vouch for yourself you have to stand up for yourself no matter what, I don't care what the professors say. If they don't give you the grade that you deserve, report it to someone or something. Respectfully. Res- <laughs> respectfully. Exactly. But, yes. Okay. Anywho. You want to close this out? Sure thing. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to our podcast episode this week. Sorry that we missed last week. Yes. And we didn't really trust that. We were just a little tired. Yeah, honestly. Um, we have no excuse other than yeah. that. So, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed some of our responses to some of your questions. Continue to please just uh, um, commenting on our little, you know, stories that we post and and uh, and and comment on our on our normal, you know, Instagram that we post. And send us messages on Instagram about what you think about the episodes. Yeah, how we're doing. We want to hear feedback. feedback. Yeah. Yes, yes, because we want to know what you guys want to hear, and also. Like, how long you guys think we should talk about? Yeah. I know we can go on tangents about things. So, um, but yeah, just, just let us know. Just give us some feedback. And yeah, thanks for listening again. Have a good rest of your week. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.